Welcome to episode 61 of the Untitled Gaming Podcast. My name is Zach, and I'm joined by Rick. Rick. Chance. Chance. And Pat. Salutation. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. We are a bi-weekly gaming podcast that aims to entertain as well as inform. We discuss the week's biggest gaming news, game reviews, and impressions, and we talk about the gaming industry in general. Of course, we don't only discuss games. We occasionally talk about movies, TV shows. Favorite color of Eminem. Oh, it's got to be blue. What about favorite part of Trail Mix? What about that? The M&M's. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we had Trail Mix for six Some weeks. people like Okay, so to add context to the situation, <laughs> we had a giant bag of Trail Mix here. What was it? Like six weeks ago. And we, we started eating it as you do. And then Pat proceeded to eat all the M&M's I, it. It wasn't me. It was my niece and nephew. And a likely story that your niece and nephew ate it. It's okay to say you no, did. No, I had a few. But my niece and nephew were here. Okay, Pat helped them devour the entire bag. that had, Or not the entire bag. All the M&M's in the bag. So now the trail mix was worthless. Rick was kind enough to bring us a new bag of M&M's <laughs> to dump into the trail mix. Which then proceeded to proliferate all the way down to the bottom. No, but now we're only going to pick up the M&M's again. And we can eat the nuts, but they're better because now they're covered in that like salt dust. And that nut yeah. dust, yeah, yeah. That six-month-old nut dust. Jesus, the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only one who answered. What's your guys' favorite color of Eminem? I would say. <laughs> I think we're past that. Okay. Doesn't matter. I would say right, brown. Brown. Yeah, because it's not lying about what's underneath. It's like boom, transparent. Just stupid question. <laughs> Chance is taking a morsel. It should be like type of M&M or you, you tell it to a five-year-old, a five-year-old will tell you they do not taste the same. It's not like Skittles. Yeah. The correct answer is Lannister Crimson. Red. The red. No, no, fucking red. Lannister Crimson. <laughs> All right. We do have a little housekeeping. So, uh, Pat Pilford, <laughs> some Xbox Game Pass Ultimate codes. Um, what are they, two-week trials? Two weeks of Xbox Game Pass. So two weeks of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. So what we're going to do, I'm going to read out the last five digits here, and then on our Twitter feed I will post the previous 20 digits, and then you will have all 25. Yeah, so you have to go both to our Twitter and, and listen, listen to, to this, this to get the full picture. Well, I guess you're going to have to listen to this first and then go to our Twitter because you won't know this is happening. Or if you see the tweet. Or if you see the tweet. Of, then you got to go listen to the podcast. Yeah. Which you've already seen the tweet in that case. Thanks for listening to the podcast. So what we're going to do, we'll read off the final five. Well, you got to sell it a little bit more. You know what that Game Pass Ultimate includes? <sighs> oh, my God. You can play the Outer Worlds. Why would you tell can me you play Witcher? That? Can you play Witcher 3 You can play that? Witcher 3. You can, you can play, play Final Fantasy 15. Final Fantasy 15. After Party. Master Chief Collection. Super Hot. Plus Halo 5. All the Gears. All the Halo. Sea of Thieves. The Division. All the Fables. Fallout New Vegas. Yeah, it's, it's a great it's deal. A lot of games. A lot of games in two weeks. So basically what we're going to do is we're going to read out the last five digits here in just a moment, and then we will be tweeting the previous 20 digits on our Twitter feed, obviously, and then together you will have all 25 digits for the code. Yeah, so if you're listening to this on Monday, I would start pulling up our Twitter right now so you can just start inputting the code. All right, so the final five digits of this code, three, T as in tango, K as in kilo, four, Z and zebra those are your five digits there yeah and also if you claim this uh tweet out at us and don't forget to review and like and subscribe and and say thank you just be our friend we're so lonely <laughs> we're so very lonely <laughs> <laughs> all right so this week we're going to be talking about nvidia's geforce now cloud gaming service and then we talk about our dream and realistic next gen launch lineups before we get into any of that what have we been playing this week Pat, we'll go with you first. So I actually got a lot. I did beat all of What Remains of Edith Finch, which is like an indie game that came out in 2017. Kind of caught my eye when it came out, but I just never got around to it. So I was going through Game Pass and I found it. It is a first person kind of like a walking simulator. I don't know if you guys have ever played Gone Home, similar to that. So you're exploring this home of uh, Edith Finch, who used to live in this house. It's like her family home. And her family is cursed. So... A lot of her family has died in weird, unexplained accidents and stuff like that. So you're going through and playing the memories of your family and like the last moments before they died. And each memory is like a different genre of game. So one of it is like a platformer hopping one. One of it is like a uh, 2D scrolling one. Um, One of them is like a graphic novel and stuff. But it's really interesting. And 
I like this story it tells through just like these memories and this, you know, figuring out what's going on with the family. So I highly recommend that. And then I did play A Plague Tale Innocence, which just got on Game Pass a couple weeks ago. And that game is basically Last of Us. Like they lifted the upgrading, the collecting resources, making like, you know, different stuff. And uh, you have a companion takes place in France. The studio itself is French. It's like the the Inquisition coming to France. It is like 1300s, I think. Uh, and then you have the rat plague and everything going on at the same time. So uh, you have your little brother who you are trying to get to safety because the Inquisition wants him for some reason. A lot of people think, like I'm saying, it just basically lifted stuff from Last of Us. Like that's a bad thing. But The Last of Us crafting is great. So, yeah, the, the game is very good. Uh, I like the story. The story was actually nominated for Game, game Awards this last year. It's a little clunky in parts because it is a French studio. And the story they're telling is, well, I guess I could play it in French. But the story in English has some of that, like, translation error stuff, you know. It's, some of the dialogue sounds a little weird. But definitely worth a play because it's free on Game Pass. Uh, I'd probably give that one a 7.8 out of 10. Uh, Edith Finch, I'd give 8 out of 10. Excellent recommendations. Yep. Nice. Chance, what about you? Yes. Well, yeah, so nothing really new, but just big updates that have, like, changed the game. Um, The new season of Apex came out with a new character, new gun, added a new type of ammo, all kinds of stuff, changed the map. It was actually interesting how they introduced that character. You want to talk about that? Yeah, they, they teased Forge. I think was his name, and he looked like he was like he was like some kind of fighter being a, interviewed. A UFC fighter, I think. MMA, <laughs> I don't know. He's yeah. some kind of fighter, and he gets like murdered by this other character, and you're like, oh shit, that's the real character, and his name's Revenant. He's kind of a dick, but uh, he's a cool new champion or whatever legend. I've also been playing uh, another game. Wow, came out with that update. Yeah, well, I'm still playing that, and then I'm in some kind of guild and. Just doing the some kind of game. some kind of deal. It's kind of weird because it's like it just <laughs> it sounds like they're very nefarious purposes. <laughs> some kind of do you deal. know like the overarching like plan of this game? Yeah. They just world domination. They just do raids and uh, it's just kind of nice because you can like show up and you don't have to and you know they all get all pissed off and that's nice. Whatever. It's not like a commitment. It's a casual guild. Yeah, very casual and they go at their own pe- uh, pace. So. <laughs> their own peace. They go about they go about their own peace. I thought you said why well, they go out and they pee. <laughs> <laughs> we all get on World of Warcraft and then we just piss. Can your characters piss? No, I think it can. That's that's in death death yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's pretty much it. So just playing old games I've been renewed. Updated. Not not taking advantage of this calm before the storm where you can play like all this backlog stuff, yeah. man. Rick, what about you? Taking advantage of the calm before the storm. Of course you can always follow me and my Xbox X exploits. As I like to call them. <laughs> Tugpod Rick. That's my username. Gamer tag. Yeah, it's my gamer tag. Yeah, I've been uh, doing some Halo still on my quest to go through every Halo. Uh, right now I'm uh, about to, like, I'm about four missions into Halo 5. So I'm seeing the end, but I don't want the end to be so soon. So I might try Spartan Assault and Halo Wars. If I don't like them, I can just drop them. I don't care. Uh, I really want to try out that Edith Finch because that sounds amazing. Yeah, it's um, So, yeah. That's that's what I've been up to. Also, on my Switch, I've been playing uh, Switcher 3. Uh, that's been a lot of fun. And yeah, that's been what I've been up to. Also, uh, Batman Telltale. That was one of the free games on Xbox Live Gold uh, for January. So I haven't played that in a while, and I kind of like it. All right, nice. Zach. Yeah, so uh, I didn't miss, I think, the last what we've been playing because I came in late. The rabies. The rabies, yeah. That was a tough, tough time for me. But so I, we won't go through all that stuff. But um, I have been playing Phoenix Point, which is that turn-based um, strategy game that I think we highlighted back on like the E3 episode. It was like kind of like the, what we were watching for. Game Pass PC, right? Yeah, it's on Game Pass PC. So if you have Game Pass Ultimate, yeah, yeah you can you play can, it. Uh, so yeah, the the gameplay is decent. Um, is really extensive. There's a lot of like customization and like. Abilities and like you have to build your base basically where you are as you are like traversing the geoscape and everything. But the, it is still kind of clunky and there are still some like glitches that they need to fix. Like some of the leveling on the map, if you want to go on like the third floor, the third floor like won't be displayed for some reason. 
So I had to like refresh and like reload the game, and then it would show the rest of the map. Part of that is probably your computer. It, that could very well be the case. My computer is trash, <laughs> <laughs> so that could all, that could very well be the case. Uh, but it's been pretty good. I've enjoyed that so far. I've played. I've rolled credits on Super Hot. Super hot. <laughs> but while I was playing like the uh, VR VR version with you, there is no plot. It's just like kind of going around playing the game. But on the console. Um, there is a plot line, and I roll credits to that. That was fun. That's basically just about like I don't really know how to describe it. You're like in the game, basically, but the game. It's John Wick you. the game. Yes, yeah. It's a crazy Three? action movie that you are reenacting in these scenarios, yeah. and time only moves when, when you, you move. move. So yeah. whenever you're moving your character, people are gonna start coming at you. So you have to figure out, okay, like, well, well, on the console, like they move ever so slightly, even if you're not moving. If you just sit there, the time moves, but it's, still, it's very slow. Hmm. But in the VR, if you are completely still, they don't move at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so that was good. I played a little bit of My Friend Pedro, which is fun. I really enjoyed that. That's just like a goofy shooter. Um, that, that's like, for those of you who don't know, it's a, basically a platformer where you're just killing people in goofy ass ways. So you can kick a frying pan up in the air and shoot the frying pan and the bullets will ricochet and you kill your enemies around you. Let's see. I did dig deeper into the back. I played some Breath of the Wild, so still getting through that. Yeah, I think that's everything. Oh, I also did uh, start Witcher Three. Uh, I can already Game Pass. It is on Game Pass, and I can already tell that this game is going to be a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I think I'm going to play the rest of these backlog games that I've started it's, and then uh, go to Witcher Three. Game of the decade, by the way. Yeah, the Tuggies. If yeah. you haven't gone check those out. Spoiler alert for those of you who haven't listened to the Tuggies episode. But sidebar here about the Tuggies. I did have somebody complain. Why 1917 and uh, Uncut Gems wasn't on the list of movies. First of all, we're a gaming podcast. Second of all, <laughs> those movies, we're, we're not the Academy. We don't get pre-release screens. Right. So those movies came out in our territories in like after 2020. Yeah. So those are 2020 movies to us. Yeah. So they'll be on the 2020 tuggies. Like 1917 was amazing. Yes. Yeah, we, we weren't able to see it until <laughs> yeah. like later than a lot of other people, too. Yeah, like... Yeah. 90% of people have seen that movie in 2020, not right. 2019. Not 19, right. Movies are fucking weird. You'll never see that with a game where it's just released in a certain territory for an award season thing. Oh, right. have you played Mortal Kombat 12? No, I don't live <laughs> in New York. <laughs> <laughs> Although games do come to Japan and aren't localized for like a year afterwards. But that's different. That's not for awards. Yeah, that's, that's right. a whole other country. Yeah. yeah. So right. yeah, stop bitching people. So... Let's dive into it. The only really like news-based thing we're going to be talking about today, uh, NVIDIA's GeForce Now cloud gaming service. So now there is another player in the cloud service gaming game. So they've been a player. It's like, been in beta for like two years now. Right, but like they're like releasing it now. It's officially released. Yeah. yeah. So, so they they beat Stadia out the gate. Yep. Because this is what Stadia wants to do. Right. So NVIDIA, we all know like they are primarily known for making like the graphics cards and all that kind of stuff. They are now, they've now released their cloud gaming service. The premise of it is the same as like any other cloud-based streaming service. You're streaming the games to your phone. The difference is instead of having to buy the games or from do the service, like a Netflix like subscription service, right? You can basically take your existing library and then stream it. How do you connect that to their library? So you just need to go like, Sign up for their free membership. Mm -hmm. So they have a free and a uh, paid one. Which we'll get into that. Yeah. So basically you sign up for GeForce Now and then they have all these games that are supported. So not every game is supported right now, but they'll they'll keep adding it. But like, let's say uh, Batman Arkham City is on there. I bought Batman Arkham City on Steam. So when I hit download or like add to library, it'll pop up with a Steam login. So I just have to log into my Steam account. And now that's added. So now I can play that. Because I already own it, they, they're just doing the DMR through Steam. Okay. Uh, it works the same way with like Epic or Ubisoft or whatever. So I own Division Two. So if I want to play Division Two on there, I click it and then I just log in with my Ubisoft account. I guess if it wasn't obvious, we'd all say this is your existing library of PC games. Yeah, not anything else. It's PC games that you own, you can stream. It works on most devices. They don't have support for iPhone or iPads yet, but That's it does work fine. on MacBooks. And any other Android device, any other laptops, Windows, all that kind of stuff, it works on there. Uh, like Pat said, not the entire library is going to go over. They don't have support for every game. There are missing top games from like EA, Remedy, Rockstar, Square Enix, 
uh, companies like Capcom and Konami don't have some of their top lineups. So there's no GTA on there. There's no Monster Hunter World. There's no Red Dead Redemption 2. Sorry, Rick. Not yet. Not yet, anyway. As of right now, they're not there. So, right, like, people are asking, like, why that is right now, because GeForce isn't charging people like you you buy the games through their own service this just allows you a different way to play it so people are like why wouldn't rockstar and stuff do that they're, they're doing kind of like a wait and see approach because they don't want their product advertised in a way that you you don't know yet so right if, you don't want negative press if people start like, like streaming the the geforce version of uh Red Dead 2, and it's like, you know, choppy in graphics. It'll and speak like poorly of Red Dead, exactly. maybe not even like alongside NVIDIA. Mm-hmm. Um, they're working on upgrading their cloud server with the ray tracing stuff, so the RTX server graphics cards, but right now they don't have games that like have that like control, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, Final Fantasy 15. They're not on there yet. I think once they upgrade those services, they will be on there, but we'll see about that. It is disappointing to not have those things in the flagship launch, but eventually they'll get there so i don't think it'll be too big of a deal and this one is something i want to ask you about pat because i don't really like kind of get it they have they have thousands of games that are on there that they support but they don't locally cache it yeah so they so when i was reading the article it says you'll have to download it quote inverted yeah. commas so quote, basically what it does play. is it creates an instance of whatever service you're using online Okay. But it doesn't have these games already loaded on every server. So if you want a specific game, because the cost of maintaining thousands of games at the same time is going to cost thousands of dollars because you have to have all these servers to do it. So the way they're kind of circumventing that is they're allowing you to pick the game and then it's downloading it to the server. So basically a couple of these servers have these games, not all of them. Mm-hmm. So you log into a certain server and then you're like, I want to play this game. So then it just takes a second to catch up to this server right transporting there. the game to the server you're on. Yeah. So it's it says download, but it's, it's like not really. It's almost instantaneous. Yeah. I would yeah, the word download was like misleading because when I was reading it, I was like that sounds awful. I won't, I don't have to sit here and download this every time, yeah. but if it's not that big of a deal then. And you, you no can like problem. save it to your library to do like a shortcut, mm-hmm. but again, it's as soon as you log out of that server, it's going to wipe that cache on that server. So right. the next time you log in, you just have to click and then it'll do that like 30 second or whatever thing to load it and then uh as far as like how it works like with connectivity and stuff like that they did say you do need a solid internet connection for it to work 30 megs is what they're recommending 30 megs is the recommendation 50 for the best experience there is no and that's on uh, 30 is for the 1080p 60 fps streaming 50 was just for the best experience in general there is no 4k or 1080p 120 fps yet options yet they emphasize the yet that will be coming at some point. There are. They said you had to like live fairly close to their data centers yeah, to be ideal. They have nine in North America, six in Europe, so it's not a lot. It's it's not like a, a huge infrastructure that they have in place, like you know Amazon or Microsoft or a company like that, because um, Nvidia isn't primarily focused in having server farms everywhere. So right now, I think it's just like a, a test thing for them. And if it does well, they will invest in it more, obviously, and then keep going. Now we can dive into like their subscription service. So they have a free service, legit free, $0 a month, free subscription. You don't even need to have a credit card on it. Yeah, nothing. Completely free. So you have standard access to it. So basically what's happening is if you want to get onto it, you could potentially be waitlisted if there's a bunch of people wanting to get on with standard access. So you might have to wait to get on and actually play your games. And then when you do get on with the free subscription, you only get a maximum one hour session length at a time, which is ass. That's awful because I don't think that's a problem for something like, you're playing on, on the go. I guess if you're playing on the go, it's not a big deal, but like, but then that's compared, what mostly this but compared to do. the founders, which we'll get into that has like a six hour, like that's ridiculous. <laughs> like, cause even on a console, I don't sit down for six hours straight and play. I mean, I've but, done six hour sessions, but but those sometimes that can be arduous. That's besides the point, though. That subscription is not a bad way to kind of like beta test it for yourself. Yeah, and see for if it's something, something that's going to be up like what you want to do for something that is free, not even having to have a credit card on file. I think that's a caveat that is easily acceptable. I am too much of an avid gamer to be okay with it. I guess. Yeah, but you're an avid gamer. The but point. this is for when, like, if you're at home and you're doing this, you have these PC games. On your PC, you should be playing. Yeah, you should be playing them on your PC. So this is only when you're like at somebody else's house or whatever, you know. So now their founder subscription has much more, obviously. So that's four ninety nine a month. 
you get priority access, or rather than waiting and getting waitlisted, you're more likely to get in. I think you might still get waitlisted if a bunch of people are on priority access, but I'm not sure about that. That play session gets up to six hours session at a time, yeah. at a time, and that's when it gets capped. That's more than enough, I think, just in general, even for like me playing on a so console. It, or something. I'm not sure how. I I think it might be just based on the waitlist. So you can do six hours at a time, and then you have to log off and then log back on. Right. So it just puts you at the back, back of the of line. The list, like, so I think you can do like 12 one-hour sessions back to back to back as long as there isn't a lot of people also trying to yeah, access yeah. the same thing. Yeah, it's not yeah. like you had to like play your one hour, get off, and wait a certain amount of time to get back on. Yeah. It just caps that single session. On the Founders Edition, it does have the ray tracing service on. It doesn't have that on the free standard one. There's a also a free 90-day intro period. So if you go by year and you pay the full yeah, year. It's 499 a month for charging you for the whole year yeah. basically. So 60 so bucks. 60 bucks and then you get 3 extra months for free. So you get 15, 15 months, months for, for 60 dollars basically. And then the Founders edition or subscription I guess is only limited time availability for early adopters. That's not going to be the long-term final price of it. I don't think they've released any information on what the final price would be for their subscription service, but yeah, I think Stadia is charging what nine ninety nine a month. Yeah. So I'm assuming it'll be closer to that. And yeah. Game Pass is yeah nine. But even the plus side with this compared to Stadia, you don't have to spend like over a hundred bucks for the hardware that Stadia requires, and then have to buy the games on top of that. If you already own the games, you don't need the hardware. Yeah, and that's the major just... thing. Like you buy the game if you're a PC gamer, buying a game on Stadia means you can only play it on Stadia. Right. But if the game supports GeForce Now, you buy the game to play on your PC locally, and then, and then now you just have, have access to it on GeForce Now. So I think that's a it's a pretty good way to do it. I think you'll get a lot more hardcore PC gamers at more least testing that, this yeah. out and Absolutely. using it because uh, I tried it out. I did not experience any waitlist. Like I basically got in right away. I never hit the one hour cap, but again, I was only playing for like 20, 30 minutes. I wonder time. how many people actually really know about this just in general. Probably not a like, lot right now. I feel like people like talk more about like stadia because it's a Google. Yeah. And thing, they so. spent a shit ton of their marketing. Yeah. Nvidia hasn't really done that yet. Right. And especially with only a limited amount of servers and stuff, they're probably like, we don't need to spend all this on marketing. marketing Cause stuff. the more people who know about it, the longer the wait times are going to be, the, the less the public be, image like, yeah. we get so, so that's probably good but yeah it's it's definitely an interesting thing because this is what like stadia's final model wanted to be mm-hmm. like you just buy the game you don't have to do the subscription and then you could play that whenever at right. you know 1080p and then only if you want to play the higher one then you have to subscribe, subscribe. and yeah. then you get some free games with it but i think it's better than google stadia what yeah google Stadia's offering i guess but. i think I've never tried out Stadia in its like final form. Uh Dragon Ball Z reference, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh I've I've never tried that like the the one that is like officially in paid beta right now. Uh because I don't want to pay for the beta knowing like it's not the final product yet. Uh I've tried this out. There is I think this doesn't run as great as XCloud, which is to be expected because they have a limited number of servers and everything but for a completely free service it's good enough so i can totally see myself you know playing like uh like i have uh, uh batman arkham city is what i was playing on here so it also transfers save files uh which is something stadia doesn't do because you can only play it on online but i could play a little bit you know, at home on 4K 60, and then shit, I gotta go somewhere. So then I can just pick up right where I left off right. on the go, and then come back. My save files loaded and stuff. And for a completely free subscription, that's perfectly fine with me. Uh, Stadia, I expect it to be a little better because you are paying for it, mm-hmm. and Google is a richer company that has yeah, they have the resources in this infrastructure. Yeah, so. it's just it is what it is. Uh, when do we think Stadia is going to come out? Because they said 2020. What are we predicting? I'm going to say August. They're going to try to get like a curb before the new like next. You think it's going to be all the way in August? Eight yeah. months. Damn. I think I think they're going to maybe like try to like thrust it at E3 and be like, yeah, it's coming. Yeah, they and did. Yeah, all over August. They did do the Stadia Direct last year, like right before E3. I figure they're going to try and do that again. What they really need is like. Exclusive software. They've bought a couple of studios, and I'd like to see uh, what was the uh, where the guy turns into like the Cthulhu-looking thing. Oh, uh, that was Gate. Baldur's Gate. Yeah, Baldur's yeah. Gate three. 
So that's that's an exclusive that's coming to stay at least a timed exclusive. Uh, if they start getting those out when this final thing launches, I think that'll be a a good way to do it. I don't know. Stadia kind of needs some good press right now because so many features they promised in their initial reveal aren't available yet and people are still paying for this service at the moment and it's just like bare bones. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think this is going to hurt their image because it's like NVIDIA is releasing this for free that has basically the same features as you. So, you know, maybe this will get a fire lit under them. I'm hoping. So, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's a free service. Go test it out, guys. What's the news? What's the news? Not slow news. All right. Not slow news is a new segment where I list off uh, some headlines and you guys have one sentence to respond. Are you ready? Yes, sir. All right. Konami apparently has two new Silent Hill games in development. I didn't play the Silent Hill games because they're scary. So. Are you sure it's not pachinko machines instead of games? Zach and I are going to play these games together. No, so we're not. We're not going to do that. You said your words. Shut up. <laughs> It'll be romantic. Outer Worlds coming to Switch on March 6th, but has been delayed due to coronavirus. I'm sorry. Oh my god, are you laughing? I wasn't ready for Game Pass? Yeah, it's on Game Pass. You already said your shit. Oh, shut up. <laughs> uh, I think it's best on, uh, on Game Pass, but... Deus Ex 3 to be announced soon for PS5 and Xbox Series X. I didn't play Deus I'm just going to let Pat have it. He's excited. So fucking excited! God damn, they said this This was on a hiatus, and if this is true, I'm going to be so excited, because unlike Adam Jensen, I did ask for this. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm excited for Pat. Okay? He seems to be very happy about it. And speaking of things Pat should be excited about, a new sci-fi RPG from Bioware Veterans has been announced, and it sounds like Mass Effect. Pat, you can just be excited again. Obviously, I'm excited for a new Bioware game, you know, even with the whole Anthem thing, but I don't want them to leave the Mass Effect universe behind, so it's kind of bittersweet. I'm excited if it's Mass Effect related. Alright, it looks like EA was visited by three spirits on Christmas Eve because they realized that ringing people out of their money with microtransaction maybe not work because Jedi Fallen Order's sales significantly beat their expectations. Yeah, also Jedi Fallen Order was just a good game and it was respawn, so... Yeah, so everybody vote with your wallets and buy the games that you want to see continued. Yeah, this is EA eating their own words saying that single player story games are dead and they're not. Rockstar co-founder and GTA writer Dan Hauser leaves company. Yeah, so I know he's been on hiatus since 2019, but I still think this means GTA 6 won't be coming out soon. I mean, Rockstar and the Hausers have been private people to begin with, so this might just be like his nonchalant way of retiring. But even if Dan Hauser hadn't left, I don't think we'll see GTA 6 in the next like three years. Yeah, I think it was about time that he left. I think he's just, you know, getting out of there before things go south. Things go south? What are you insinuating? Disney Plus whips it out big, uh, revealing Falcon and Winter Soldier coming in August and a new season of The Mandalorian coming in October of this year. Yeah, Disney Plus is great. Just get it. December WandaVision. How did you not say that in the headline? Um, yeah, people for sure are going to be picking up Disney Plus again, probably after canceling after Ma Mandalorian ended, so... Alright, Ubisoft confirms five AAA games planned for release in late 2020, early 2021. This should wreak havoc on our little, uh... Our fantasy, fantasy draft! Game. Our fantasy draft is about to take off! This is going to be insane. Or be terrible. Or be terrible. Because it's not confirmed which games will be 2020 or 2021. So, uh, Gods and Monsters... Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Quarantine, Watch, Watch Dogs. Dogs Legion, New Assassin's Creed, and what is the last one? We New IP. Know. What's the pirate one? Skull and Bones. Skull and Bones. Activision planning to release several remasters in 2020. Oh, I'm, I'm, I, I don't care. They also said they're going to be focusing on mobile games because one of their mobile games, Call of Duty Mobile, earned them a lot of money. <laughs> one of their mobile <laughs> whatever. <laughs> um... That's great news. Knives Out 2 confirmed. 
I still need to see Knives Out one, but I heard it was amazing. It's really good, and I really want to see Daniel Craig's character solve more shit. Yeah, I really like this too. It's it's gonna be really fucking good. And that was not so news. Thanks for tuning in. Woo. So our second topic of the day is more personal for us are in dream and realistic next gen launch lineups because there so, was not a lot of news there was not a lot of news in the last two weeks we are in that lull of both news and games so nintendo get get that nintendo direct release the first trailer for paper mario what if they do the thing where like they're like oh yeah here's a trailer for paper mario it's already on your switch i would be so happy <laughs> i would leave work like on the spot <laughs> yeah i would pull out my fake vomit be like i gotta go home uh so, just real vomit it's not hard <laughs> right but i bought it already. just a little bit of bleach <laughs> do the job bleach jesus you don't you need don't, to go that pays far. for itself you don't have to rent yeah bleach is cheap i thought you were talking about the fake vomit that's what i'm talking <laughs> about why are you talking about the bleach <laughs> So, on both sides. <laughs> so, with this lull that we're in right now, especially with the games that are being delayed and everything, we've decided to look ahead like sharks looking way forward now. <laughs> what are you laughing? Sharks with exceptionally good vision. Yeah. Sharks have horrible for, vision. For those of you who can't see, Pat like pointed his eye like a salute and pointed straight ahead. Straight north. Sharks go north. That is so, actually north. It is. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. My yeah. House, the house faces north. Yeah. It is. Okay. Yeah. Any sense of direction? No. I, especially not when I, especially when I'm in buildings, I have no idea. Do you have any sense? Oh. That's so hurtful coming from you. <laughs> you just got chance burned. <laughs> anyway, so again, like because of this lull we're in, we've decided to look ahead towards the next gen and discuss our dream slash realistic lineups. Launch lineups. Launch lineups. I'm sorry. For both consoles. For both consoles. So what we're going to do. We're just going to go around roundtable discussion. We're going to have a lineup for Xbox and for PlayStation. Two dream games, two realistic games. Is there anyone who'd like to go first? You guys like me to go first if you guys already have it. We want to see what you say. And then I want to see what Chance has to say. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, so we'll go myself. I'll take the scraps. We'll go with myself, then Chance, and then we'll go with Rick and then Pat. Pat, then Rick. Or Pat, then Rick. I'll go ahead first. We'll start with our Xbox lineups, and then we'll end with PlayStation lineups. Sound good? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So my Xbox lineup played it fairly safe. So my first realistic is Assassin's Creed. I believe it's Ragnarok is the leaked title, but we don't know if that's what it'll be for sure. That's like ninety nine point nine percent gonna happen. I have no doubt it's gonna be the the Viking game. They might just Ragnarok might have just been the code name and then right, call yeah, it something yeah. else. But yeah, yeah, you'd be wrong if that's the case. But still. I'm not calling it a set. This isn't a contest to see who'd be right or wrong. This is our, wait a minute, this is subjective. How are we making this factual? You found a way to be wrong. Are you kidding me? All right, so Chance, your first uh, realistic title for Xbox. Realistic? Yeah. I'm going to do Halo Infinite. That's already confirmed. That's fine. That's okay. Yeah. It's his dream. It's realistic. Oh, that could not be realistic. more realistic. Yeah, that is realistic as fuck. That is like the most realistic thing. Yeah. And it's going to be an amazing Halo BR. Battle Rifle? Battle Royale? No. <laughs> I don't know. But in I don't general, know what it's be, in general, I think we can... I, it could have a Battle Royale mode, maybe. In general, though, we can all be safe to say that this we're, we're all incredibly excited for this. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, it looks pretty... It kind of goes without saying we've discussed this. We there hasn't been a Halo launch since the original, Xbox right? since the original. And this game, no doubt, was delayed to for be... This. The quadruple A title that they want to sell the Series X. So, yeah, this is going to be amazing. Especially since 5, it's okay. ODST multiplayer was one. fucking amazing. I will fight anyone who says it was. Five? 5 was the last one. Yeah. The I'll, multiplayer was fucking phenomenal. I didn't try out the multiplayer. I'm the really the best it. multiplayer out of all the Halo. How long ago was 5? Was that 2015? 2015. All the way back. Yeah. yeah. But also, as but, far as the story goes, I really like the fact they, that they brought been like a lot of ODST people. This entire time. They've been adding weapons. They've been adding maps. All for free. Oh, nice. So, yeah. Oh, very cool. That's some cool shit. Yeah. But so, yeah, you're looking at like five years since the last it, it, legit Halo. Halo 5 had simultaneously the worst Halo campaign and the best Halo multiplayer. Yeah. Uh, Halo 4 had one of the best campaigns, but one of the worst multiplayers. So they just need to take... So, so this one will be the Goldilocks. It'll have great campaign, yes. great multiplayer. Yes. And absolutely no Prometheans, right? 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 The Prometheans were great. They're all right. Like, fuck them. You want to fight the Flood again? Yeah. I miss the Flood now. <laughs> There's Prometheans, man. It's like, fuck. Your grenades suck. Yeah, they do. But you can use them, too. Yeah, you can use them to suck. All right, Pat. Terrible. Yes. Your first realistic game for Xbox? Still a, a long shot, but I will go... 
I still think it's real, and it's going to happen. I'm going to go with that Wizarding World game <gasps> oh that we saw. Uh, game exists. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, yeah, that Wizarding World game we saw leaked a while ago. I, I don't think it's an elaborate hoax. I think it's a real game. They're just choosing to wait till one of the re- reveals because I think somebody got an exclusivity deal on it, and I think uh, that somebody might be uh, Xbox. EA? Oh. Yeah, <laughs> exclusive to what? <laughs> yeah, Microsoft might have got an exclusivity deal, and uh, it's going to be a RPG where you're playing as a student at Hogwarts, and you get to. I'm hoping you get sorted into the house with uh, a personality quiz or something. I want to play as a Slytherin. It might be connected to story, possibly, where like you have to be. In a you shut your goddamn mouth. I hope it's not. I hope you're right. <laughs> All right, so we're talking about realistic. I think that's realistic. realistic. All right. That's a little bit on the if, if we're laying down a realistic on the table, my realistic Xbox launch, it's going to be Fable 4. Like, I don't know if that's a launch. It's not realistic, but now there's this fucking Wizarding World bullshit. Oh, we've seen footage of that. Oh, my God. I was pulled aside at this fucking mall, and this guy made me play this Harry we Potter game. This isn't some crazy person smelling of liquor telling you this story. This game is real and it is coming Honestly, out. yeah. Fable has been a dormant IP and it's a matter of time. It If it's not launched, it's going to be very close. But you can't fuck it up after this, this long. So I think you want to give the developer... Uh, we assume it's going to be Playground Games. We want to give them the time to make this as the best fable that they can so i i don't know i don't know if you put that time limit like this has to come out by launch so it'd be great if it was i don't know i'm, I'm just kind of hoping that realistically they've been sandbagging us and are just like out of fucking nowhere like hey you miss fable we didn't have an entire fable the entirety of the xbox one so how about for the xbox one two boom fable four series x sorry all right zach your second game all right, so my second game... Second realistic Xbox. Second realistic. Well, since we already discussed Halo, I'm going to need to pick something else. You didn't have a contingency plan. Come I on. Didn't. <laughs> I thought you were prepared. Oh, nobody else was going to pick Halo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, with Control kind of being linked to the Alan Wake and Quantum Break, I wouldn't mind another Quantum Break game. That'd be nice. Ooh. I have a remedy for that. <laughs> hey! I would the I would love another Quantum Break, or maybe like another Alan Wake or something or whatever it would be. Well, that's a completely different game you're talking about. Now. <laughs> like, but it's all the same universe, right? I yes, mean, we yeah. don't know if Quantum Break is the same universe. We yeah. assume because I think Microsoft owns the IP for Quantum Break, but Remedy owns the IPs for Control and Alan Wake. Alan so Wake. they've and those are the ones that are linked. Yeah. Control and Alan Wake, Alan Wake are linked. Well, I guess to keep them separate, then another Quantum Break game would be cool. I, I would love a new Quantum Break, because Quantum Break is one of like the most underrated Xbox exclusives of this gen. But I would want Remedy to come back to do it, and I don't think they would have time right now. That's fair. Chance, you're a second realistic? The biggest gaming franchise ever. Call of Duty. Okay. Yeah. That's going to happen. Yeah. Well, I think Call of Duty is going to be day one... And it's going to be amazing. It's going to be... You sound very excited. Well, yeah, the, there's going to be... <laughs> you I, called it Call of Booty. I think it's... You gonna, said it was ass. <laughs> so yeah, some people like ass, okay? <laughs> who's, um, <laughs> but uh, it's, it's maybe Call of Duty Ghosts. I don't know. We don't know yet. Ghosts 2. Why? Why would they do that? <laughs> because they just thought... <laughs> I liked it, all right? <laughs> it make Matt happy. Matt would like Call of Duty Ghosts, so then you got to do it. Call on Matt right now. Do it. I don't even have stuff. I'm going to call exactly. him and see if he likes it. Yeah. You're not seriously calling him. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Matt, how happy would you be if the next Call of Duty was Call of Duty Ghost 2? Uh, very. <laughs> uh, thank you for can your you, opinion. Can you, Matt, can you elaborate more? Ghost was like Ghost Two was the second best out of Ghost Two. Matt, we're talking about Ghost One. Matt, this is your start. He doesn't even know which game okay. has come up. Matt, we're gonna let you continue watching Lock and Key. <laughs> that did not work the way you thought it was going. It was. <laughs> he really let you down. He's, he's, not, he's not on his medication. Ghost Two was the best. <laughs> he must have misheard my question. Oh my god! All right, All right. so my yes, your second game, realistic or otherwise. 
It's happening. Okay. The untitled Batman game, which is probably the Court of Owls game, all right? It's happening. Launch. Okay. You think it's going to be launch? I think it's going to be launch, yeah. I think it's going to be on both. I think it's going to be on one. So this, this Series Court of X. Owls game, is this a complete... A new like start of a new like trilogy of games. So the rumor it? is that yeah, it's it's like completely separate from any of the Arkham games, right? Like, well, I th- I don't know if they're continuing Arkham Origins and they're just doing like a prequel thing, but uh, the rumor is that they're going to be doing like a soft reboot with a new canon of Batman games, and uh, Rock Rocksteady is also working on a DC property, not Batman, but a DC property that is going to be fitting into this canon, and then they might be getting someone else to do like a Suicide Squad game. I don't know if that's still on the table or if that was canceled and restarted and that's what this became or whatever. Rick, you're second realistic. Second realistic, I'm going to have to say Cyberpunk. It's realistic. So me and my... It's more realistic than my other ideas that I had that were all just kind of, so, I guess, more make-believe. So me and my friend at work, we were discussing this. Because he plays video games a lot, too. And we were talking about, like, assuming Cyberpunk comes out before the next gen. Like, deciding whether or not we wait for getting the next gen console and playing that. We were actually talking about that, too. Yeah. Well, it's September. So, depending on when the Xbox is. But, so, Series X is going to support Xbox One games with backwards compatibility. Right. And that's why uh, uh, CD Projekt Red has said that they're not doing a next gen version. They're focused on just getting this out the door. Mm -hmm. So people are just saying, like, yeah, it'll be this just working on backwards compatibility, and then some point down the line they'll release, like, a Game of the Year edition that'll be for the next-gen consoles. But regardless, just the fact that the Xbox Series X is better hardware, Mm -hmm. it should run better than the... Right. So I think think that's the thing we were, like, grappling with. Like, if we were to play it on the Series X, it would look better, run better. Right? That would be the expectation. So I guess that's kind of like where I'm sitting right now. I don't know if I'd want to play it on the Xbox One and then play it again on the Series well, X or just wait to play that whole thing well, on the Well, here's the X. thing, though. This <clears throat> is a CD Projekt Red RPG. It's going to take you 100 hours. So start it on the Xbox One X and play then it. You'll finish, finish on the Series, series X. Y. Hmm. It's not a bad idea. <laughs> Plus, there's going to be DLC, DLC expansions, also. so... Yeah, because yeah, um, it's like it's weird because like it's a game I've wanted to play for so long, and then like the thought of like adding a couple more months. Yeah, of if, waiting, if so. it came out April, no doubt everyone's gonna be playing it day one. Right. This adds a little bit of gray area in there, but I'm totally gonna be playing it day one. I've waited long enough, so. So I had like the inverse, like I was like, oh, I've waited this long. What's like another like two months? It was like my thought process. But, but you had another two months, and you also had like six more games that are coming out that same time. That's that's a fair point. You only have so much time. You can't waste it. Yeah. All right, so first dream game for the launch. Uh, for me, it's Hellblade 2. Senua's Saga. Mm-hmm. I think that's a bit of a reach because I don't know if it is going to come out this year. I drafted it in our fantasy draft, so I hope it comes out this it year. It seems like it may not come out until like, next year. When Phil Spencer was presenting it at the Game Awards, he did say this is a game that's early in development, so I don't expect this to be a launch title. If it is, I will literally flip a shit. Say, in a good it, way. In a good way. I will go if the you would have drafted it, I would have counterpicked that immediately. I hope somebody counterpicked that. I did counterpick that. counterpicked it immediately. That and was his first if those, those of you are wondering what the hell is a fantasy draft, go watch our uh, surprise episode that we did last week. And if you want to follow our draft, uh, you can go to fantasycritic.games and you can click follow. So then you will be, anytime any of us drafts another game or anything like that, you'll be able to see what's going on and we only need like nine followers to be on like the the top followed things Mm -hmm. so everybody start following us right this is my dream one i guess it's not realistic but that's the point uh (laughs) titanfall 3 i was gonna put that i was thinking about it yeah Uh, i I have apex legends but i mean like it'd be cool to do like to do the titanfall 3 which is in my opinion like very different obviously so like I mean I still think they could do a Titanfall three. I would love and just Titanfall you know improve 3. on the Titans maybe new ma- you know maps guns and campaign. campaign. If but... Titanfall three comes out, I will come to your house, Pat, and flip the shit here. <laughs> if that happens. All right, Pat, your first dream lineup. So it's happening at some point. If he says Paper Mario, okay. it would be amazing if it happened at launch of this next console generation. A new Bioshock game. Mm. 
We, we've done under the sea. We've done in the air. air. What's left? Space. Space. Space Bioshock. Hell yeah. All right, Rick, your uh, first dream game. My first dream Xbox launch game. This has been a dormant IP for a while. Um, starting off on Sega, then going to Xbox uh, original. Uh, Panzer Dragoon. It is an extensive RPG that involves dragons, riding dragons, Panzer Dragon Orta, which is on Xbox Live Game Pass. Uh, mainly focuses on the action flying part of hanging out on dragons. I think if they combine both, they could have a really amazing surprise IP that will capture not only the action people, but the RPG people. And that's like a big demographic right now. So I think that would just drive it home. And Panzer it Dragoon series xbox one two and it would give them kind of like another foothold in japan because yep. they're clearly struggling there so Zach. all right so my second dream game i'm torn between two we played splinter cell a lot and then we also played uh prince of persia a lot i'm leaning more the prince of persia game than the splinter cell game but we played a bunch of those splinter cell is happening first so but either one i'd be okay i, I will pizza like. bet you right now <laughs> i'm not <laughs> Sorry. What the I'm not pizza betting that, but either one of those. I'm cheating by picking two, but like I think either one of those I'd be okay with. So. Prince of Persia is now too close to what Assassin's Creed has become. I think so. But a stealth, you know, modern day gadget game is not something we have a lot of right now. Right. So I definitely think Splinter Cell is more likely. I'm going to pick a game from Platinum Games. Uh, they made near Tonema, Astral Chain, and Bayonetta 3, so I really hope that at some point they come back to it and make Scalebound. I mean, this is obviously not happening, but like, well, I mean, possibly all the way it's a down dream. the line. It's a dream. I know I, I, there was an article on IGN saying, like, apparently Platinum really wants to get back to Scalebound, and that would be an Xbox exclusive, wouldn't it? Or maybe it won't be. X but. Xbox owns the IP. Yeah. So they would need to either lease it out to Platinum or hire Platinum to make it like they were doing previously. Yeah. They could continue off of it or build off of it or just change the core or whatever the problem was and, you know, release a new one. So, My dream, my second dream? Yes, Xbox. your second dream for Xbox. I'm going to go with Rise Son of Rome 2. I didn't play first. I know it's on Game Pass. Yeah, um, definitely. It was, it was more of a tech demo than it was an actual game. First of all, it looked amazing. Uh, the story was surprisingly great. Like, I forget his name because it's been so long. But the main character, like, his journey and, like, everything he goes through, you go to the arena, you fight your way. It was like Gladiator, the game, almost. Uh, the only thing they needed to improve on that was the combat system. It was, it was pretty bare bones, and then it was quick time events, but you got extra XP for hitting the right button, and even if you didn't hit the right button it would still do the combo the way it was going to do the combo oh, automatically. Sucks. Yeah, because they're like, we've, we're halfway through this animation, and that, now we're doing the prompt. So if you fuck it up, there's no way we can make it look like he fucked up. Right. So we're just going to go through with it and just give you less points. So, But the, the story was great. It looked great. You know, That IP was interesting. We, we don't have a Roman gladiator thing game, at least. So uh, I'd be interested to see I mean, you're close with Assassin's Creed Odyssey, but... Yeah, but it's like not quite the same. That's more of like open world or whatever. Yeah. This is like story, you know, linear and yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, I totally be like get a. I'd totally be down with getting a uh, a triple A version of that. I think it was Crytek that did that one. So you got to give it to some internal studio. It'd be cool if uh, the initiative, if that's what they're doing, because we still don't know what they're doing, but they're doing a uh, quadruple A game. So It'd be very cool. All right, Rick, your second dream. All right, this one's pretty elaborate, but here's the trailer. Guy's dismantling a bomb. You don't really see the guy at all. You just see the bomb. It's ticking down. There's a female and is in his earpiece just going like, oh, man, you have about 20 seconds, and troops are moving in. You see all these enemy troops moving in, and then they just keep getting closer, and then, you know, you see sweat dripping down, hands going out of their gloved hands so you can't really see what's doing it, and then... Like, boom, oh my gosh, they're right on you, boom, oh my gosh, they're coming right up your trail. And he's like, oh no, looks back, not again. And then he detonates the bomb, you see his bare face, boom, Banjo-Kablooey, boom, 2020. <laughs> like, and it's going to be a Bomberman crossover. Oh, oh I love Bomberman. <laughs> Do you give it to Rare? Duh. That's the right answer. 
Let's move on to PlayStation. <laughs> Our first realistic. I'm gonna take the easy way out and say Horizon Zero Dawn Two. Just kind of leave it at that. Well, the easy thing was cool Godfall. Story, bro. <laughs> Godfall. I guess yeah, the easy thing would have been Godfall, but which chances? Chance. What's yours? So you said Horizon Zero Dawn, Zero Dawn Two, which is Horizon. So all my Dawn. games are kind of unrealistic. Horizon One Dawn. Uh, but I mean, I'd like to mention the Crash Bandicoot game, but that's not like that's not realistic. Why is that not realistic? Why not? We Bandicoot just game? heard a news story on Not So News that Activision wants to do a bunch of remakes. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, but I want a new one, like a new game, a new Crash. Okay. Yeah, a new Crash game would be awesome. Like soundtrack mm-hmm. by Dave Matthews. Is is that to do? He just had a song called Crash. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, are, is this Crash Team Racing or Crash Platformer? It'll be like multi-platformer. Oh, not multi-platformer. Um, like it'll be, it'll be a couple of platforms. It won't be like what am I the word I'm looking for? It won't so, be like sideways. Like yeah, you're running straight. forward basically. Here, here's what you do to Crash to make it modern and marketable: co-op. They had co-op crash games. Never mind then. Crash Bash, which was a co-op, but not multiplayer game. Not a mainline. Not they didn't have like a campaign you could do co-op. If that makes sense, like. All right, Activision, give me royalties if you do that. All right, so Pat, you're. I first. thought of co-op. You thought of co-op. <laughs> <laughs> All right, realistic PS5. Uh, I'm gonna have to go. I guess it's not realistic, but yeah, fuck it, whatever. Spider-Man Two. I knew somebody was gonna say either Spider-Man and God of War. Yeah, God of War is probably dream versus realistic. Uh, I think this is realistic because it's just humans. They already have the model. They already have the engine. They already have New York. You're not going to have that game take place in Egypt. And a shit ton of people bought PS4s because of the Spider-Man. Plus, isn't there a Spider-Man movie coming out? Soon? Yeah, Spider-Man uh, Home. Is that? Uh, homeless. Spider-Man Homeless. Yeah. Homeless. <laughs> I would watch that. He is. That kind of makes sense. Uh, no, Morbius is coming out, which is tied to whatever, and Venom's coming out. And then so. they did mention a Spider-Verse 2 at some point. Yeah, and Venom's coming out, so maybe you do a black suit Spidey in this game. Why's it gotta be black? Because that's the symbiote <laughs> color. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, think, I think that's more realistic than some of their other things but yeah that's my all right, all right my so. first realistic i would have to say tony hot games uh because right now collection yeah basically there's one through five there's also underground underground two and ride waste american waste oh american waste yeah so it's eight of them so it's gonna be tony hawk pro skate eight or <laughs> I, I hate you <laughs> i hate you that was my next one you bastard well zach what's your next one <laughs> Fucking hell. Pro skater. I did not think someone was going to say pro skater. I Either. hate you. I hate you. I hate you. Do you have the exact it. same idea? Yes, I wanted pro skater to be my but all of them with the eight? So he just did it better. Yours is better. Is yeah. What you're saying. Well, I mean, regardless. I didn't think they put a number on it. I think they would just like revamp. Just say Spyro and, just... and move on a chance. How did you know? <laughs> <laughs> that was like, damn, I gotta look for something. Yes, yes, Spyro. Fucking... <laughs> I'm so bad right now. Rainbow Six Quarantine? Is that a good one? Yeah. It's not a good one, but it's one. Uh, It's realistic. All right, Pat, your first dream. Or is it second realistic? realistic. Sorry, second realistic. Apologies. Apologies, sorry. I prepared for something else. Uh, So, obviously Rick went with Cyberpunk, so I'm going to do something similar and just say uh, Ghost of Tsushima. We know it's going to be on... PS4 at least, I think they're going to just slightly remaster it and just put it out for PS5 I as well. I think I also drafted that. My l- last realistic one of the night, my PlayStation 1. Let's go Godfall. <laughs> Alright. Alright. <laughs> Alright. Made All right. up ones. Dreams. <laughs> Alright, first real one. Two on Dreams. That's a, re- that's a realistic <laughs> option. <laughs> Dreams is the realistic option. Um, so I was going to save this for last because it was one of my favorite games I played on PlayStation. But I'm afraid Rick's going to take it, so I have to say it now. Please. I would love a new Sly Cooper game. This is the other game is I really it? liked. I think around... I think I don't know if it came around the same time, but I wanted another Jack and Dexter's that's game. The one. I love playing that game That's on one of the other ones I was going to say, I played both of those yeah. games, and they were really awesome. Really cool mm. to bring those back. Naughty Drug's a great developer, though. All right, Pat. Oh, my turn. <laughs> yeah, your first, your first dream one. Uh, I will go with God of War 2. 
we know it's happening at some point. It just did too well and was too well received to not do it. This one is definitely going to have Thor in it as more than like an ominous presence in the backgrounds. So, so. you're going to think it's still sticking with the Norse mythology now? Oh, yeah, they got it. He's not going back to Athens? No. All right. I got another trailer for you guys. All right. Two samurais are fighting. It's an epic battle. Seems like it's going to be an epic battle. Out of nowhere, boom. Guy gets throat cut. Tip of the sword. Fight's over. Bushido Blade 3. Bushido Blade was a franchise. Where, uh, multiplayer. Yeah. Whatever. It's a fighting game, but the thing about there's no health bars. If you got hit with a weapon, you died. Mm, one hit kill? Yeah. It was very precise. And I think that if they bring this back, oh, it'll be amazing. Tactical melee game is what you're pitching here right just about yeah have you played for honor play for honor dude okay it's good if you want that tactical you don't die in one player, minute, but it's like rock paper scissors it's like someone chooses a angle, you have to kind of strategically do it, it. yeah mm-hmm. and, it's, and you can do combos you can stun every character plays differently you have like the big brawlers you have the quick people yeah. and those so. are different weapons as well yeah yeah there's samurais samurais vikings and knights knights and uh chinese warriors yeah, i'm hoping they do something similar uh, basically take the For Honor en- engine, I guess, and then port it over with like the Bushido Blade and kind of combine them both and just have that be... Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I think if they do For Honor 2, that's definitely going to be a game I'm super into. My second dream one, I would love another Ratchet and Clank. I love playing Ratchet and Clank growing up, so I would love a, a new one for this upcoming gen. That was actually getting my second realistic one, but I forgot it. A game unrealistic. It's a game very similar to a lot of other games like Diablo... Uh, Torchlight, there are probably some other games I'm missing, but those are the two big ones that I know that were very successful. Um, but I really like Champions of Norath. I remember playing that in PlayStation. That'd be cool if they brought it back. It's kind of like that top-down, you know, you choose race, RPG, classes, and stuff like that, kind of like dungeon crawler, loot, you know, skill trees. That'd be really fun. You guys ready for this? Yeah. Knack yeah. 3. No, I'm kidding. This <laughs> Return of the Knack. <laughs> They're probably doing Knack 3, but I don't want that to be my dream game because I've never played a Knack and I never will. But uh, I'm totally going to go with Infamous, not a numbered sequel. Another new character. I was looking at those. Another, yeah. another city, another set of powers. Uh, I want it to be more story-based, like more story choice-based, like the... Uh, I guess I only played a little bit of Second Son, but Second Son introduced new and different powers but i don't think it was as focused on like major story decisions that change whatever uh and now with like the rise of superheroes as a genre and like all that stuff you can maybe introduce co-op that'd be sweet all right rick your final dream final playstation dream game launch game i would have to say um Something involving Square and giant robots, either a new Front Mission or Xenogears 2. I know they went Xenosaga there for a little bit for the PlayStation 2, but that has been a dormant as fuck IP that I would love to see return. Um, but going back to its actual like roots as, boom, RPG, Xenogears 2. We got through that without anyone saying Uncharted 5. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Yeah, good work, guys. I think, I think that was cool because it's nice seeing, like, like, I guess where, like, your interests lie, where you really want to, like, go with the game. So I thought it was very cool. And it was really diverse. So mm-hmm. good job, all of you. We did great. Yeah, it was good. Community questions. Huh? So what community questions is, for those of you who don't know, we will go on social media, typically Reddit, and we will pose a question to the community. And you guys answer. We read our favorite ones out here on the pod. And the panel will respond as well. So I think we've done something similar to this as far as like being in another video game universe, but this isn't quite that. So the question is, if you could be the sidekick to any one video game character, who would you pick and why? Now the disclaimer, there's no guarantee of your survival. You have to endeavor through all the dangers, if there are any, alongside your companion or your hero that you are sidekicking. So there's no sitting on the sidelines and letting them do all the shit you are actively going through the things with them uh for me you know being a spyro sidekick would be cool because you could be a dragon that would be awesome because like in that universe you know they're all dragons so being a dragon would be fucking cool and we talked about the crash bandicoot games as well it'd be kind of goofy just like hang out with crash and just kind of like be, be destructive without any repercussions so that'd be kind of fun plus you get aku aku as a mask to protect you 
as long as you don't die. Yeah. But, you know, it comes with the territory. So I wouldn't mind being either Spyro or Crash's sidekicks. Uh, so, some of the best ones uh, we got here uh, from the community. Masta Busta said Cooking Mama because Cooking Mama. Yeah. So I think that's pretty self-explanatory. But you get to eat a lot of food. It's, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. 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 I have a goat in my butt said, well, I'd pick either Booker DeWitt or Kratos in God of War, as both of their sidekicks have natural invincibility, so I could repeatedly throw myself into harm's way without any repercussions. But you're yeah. not taking the place of a sidekick that's already there. No, you're not. So it would just be, like, you would be Elizabeth the, getting replaced yeah. with just you, and like, you're like, like, I'm sorry, I can't like, bring like, anything like, into this like, world. Like, you would be in the universe, and you would take on, like, the physical appearance of things. So, like, example, if you were Inspire, you would be a dragon, and do, like, what dragons do, I guess. But, like, if you could be, like, human or whatever... You were, you're not going to be like a god <laughs> and be invincible, but I didn't quite specify that, so I'll give him the benefit of the doubt there. Or she, you know, women can have goats in their butts as well. Yeah, come on. Sorry. Uh, I are dumb. Spelled the word. We got him! We got him! That was me! I created a fake account! Why does it have a birthday cake on no, there? I'm kidding. <laughs> this is a cake day. Cake day. Upvote. Oh, upvote them. Oh, well, happy cake day. This guy doesn't read it. I don't read it. I'm sorry. This individual said, the warden of Dragon Age Origins. My warden would protect me, plus it would mean I could be best buds with Alistair. You guys, which video game character would you want to sign? Right. Is, is is the the main purpose to just be alive and, like, survive? You are not guaranteed of your survival. I guess it would be, like, happy. So take that yeah. into consideration. You can, you are, there is no guarantee you survive your okay. endeavor. With I, I'd be the caddy for Tiger Woods in PJ. Tiger Woods, PJ. Turn, you are weak. <laughs> you are weak. I hate you. I need to survive. Oh, fuck off. It's We're moving on. Like right now. You're literally just carrying bags. You can do that now. You can do that now. <laughs> fuck off. Rick. Animal Crossing. Okay, cool. I'll take that. You didn't name it. Honestly, no, the main character it. designs the house. You just crash in that house and you go fishing. I like that. You I don't mean, have to worry about paying rent. I'm so mad at you right <laughs> Why? <laughs> that is just such a weak ass answer. I want to survive. You could have picked. I won the game. You're dying as a dragon over there. No, no, <laughs> no. I don't. I said there's no guarantee. That doesn't mean you do die. I could survive. I could just chill with the other dragons yeah, if you, I wanted you to. You dead dragon. Yeah, you dead. The fuck you. We kill the night king's like, oh yeah. <laughs> Chance, what about you? John, John Snow screaming at you. Um, <laughs> All American and javelin throwing over. Uh, Luigi. No, you're you're not taking the place. Of, Luigi oh, is his own character. Oh, he's also a sidekick. Yeah, but you're not like you would be Luigi's sidekick. Then. Yeah, he's talking about in Luigi's mansion, so he'd be goo goo chancy. No, you're not taking what? the place of a. Sidekick. I know that's why he says like in Mario games, like Luigi's like the sidekick, or like right. So well, then like Toad. So you'd be Toad sidekick. You're not being these characters. You are sidekicking any one character. So like, if you wanted to, you could be like the sidekick of Mario. You wouldn't necessarily be Luigi. You would be. Oh, you. Like I'd be. Okay. You would be in the universe. Yeah, yeah, I do that. Mario of, of Mario, yeah. Okay. It's a dangerous world, man. Those plants are trying to eat you. The Goombas. The Goombas. You just gotta eat some shrooms. You just jump on people's heads. Fucking turtles. Think about how great of a world that would be. You could run around. Throwing hammers at you. Getting a go cart. But that was community questions. Subpar subtitles. Wow! <laughs> Alright, subpar subtitles, for those of you who don't know, is a game we like to play and kind of end the podcast with. This would be the first time we're doing it this year, but uh, it, we're going to keep a running tally, and uh, last year's champion, Rick, got the uh, little Destiny 2 Ghost trophy. Basically, we take the principle that game developers like naming their game with the name of the franchise, colon, subtitle, and that's S-U-B hyphen T-I-T-L-E, like... Doom Eternal. So basically what I've done is I've taken that basic same principle and what would I, I've created one fake subtitle and I've mixed it along with four real subtitles and it's our panel's job here to figure out what the fake one is. Uh, you get three points for getting the right answer and there is a twist, so stay tuned. Uh, so let's just start off. Everyone ready? See. The Angel of Darkness, Digital Devil Saga, Fresh Supply, Rotten to the Core, Clash of Carrots. I'll say those again for those of you listening at home. The Angel of Darkness, Digital Devil Saga, Fresh Supply, Rotten to the Core, and Clash of Carrots. 
Rick, why don't we start with you? I'm going to go C. C, Fresh Supply. Zach? I'm going to go with B. Digital Devil Saga. Chance, what about you? Oh, I'll just, yeah, I'll just go with, you know, I'll go with C for Chance. Fresh Supply. All right, so now the twist. So basically, you guys have the option to keep your scores, and you will get, or keep your, you're going to keep your scores regardless. <laughs> you have the, <laughs> you can change your score if you want to. <laughs> Well, you might if you get it right. Uh, you have the option to keep your answer, and if it is the correct one, you will get three points, or you can choose to say that they were all real or that they were all fake. If you choose all real or all fake, and that is indeed the case, you will get double the points for a total of six. So now I ask you, Zach, what will you choose? All real. All real for Zach. Chance, what about you? Um, I'm going to stay where I am. I, too, will stick with C. Both of you guys are sticking, so whatever happens, you're going to get the same number of points. All right. So, Tomb Raider, the Angel of Darkness. Real game. Shin Megami Tensei, I knew that Digital one. Devil Saga. Real game. Blood, fresh supply, real game. Rotten to the core. They're all real. Not a real game. Oh, <laughs> Rotten to the core. It. Oh, that was the one I was thinking about doing. Ninja Clash of Carrots, real game. That's that hurts. <laughs> that hurts so bad. God damn. <laughs> of all of those, I was like, oh, Rotten to the core. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so which one was that? Was that? D. D. Okay. So I didn't know none of us. So got nobody it. got points. So everyone is at zeros for the year still. Uh, remember, the winner at the end of the year will get possession of that Destiny 2 ghost, that coveted trophy. That stays here. We don't get possession of it. You get to record with it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Remember, you can catch us every other Monday on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. You can reach us with any questions, comments, or concerns at the Untitled Gaming Podcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at TugPod and on Instagram at TUG underscore POD. We also ask that you guys subscribe and leave us reviews. Five-star reviews for us. One-star reviews for every other podcast. I was prepared for this pod. You guys should be proud of me. It's a first. It took 61 episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Technically 62. Actually, with our bonus episodes, we could be on episode 69. (laughs) There's no way to know. We will get there legitimately. (laughs)